I want to talk today about the future of technology and how this is actually going to empower us in the near future, real near future. I've always said less is more. I'm starting to practice more minimalist ideology, if you will, I'm trying to sell a bunch of my stuff, make it easier. And as, as the more stuff I get rid of, the more fulfilled I feel, the more the burden of weight is off my shoulders. And we're all going that direction, whether you realize it or not. Now, a lot in the light worker community, the love and light community, a lot of them like to shy away from the technology aspect of this, but this is who we are. It's a part of us. If you look at these alien beings when they're coming to this planet in the UFO craft that they have, this is very advanced technology and it's stepping stones. We got to take one step before we get there. It's, it's about how is it being used. You got to balance the spiritual side with the tech side. We are at a crossroads right now in humanity, and we're being challenged all the time with that. You don't have to look very far and see people staring at their phones and ignoring what's going on around them. And as you become more spiritually evolved, you start to balance these as time goes by. Now, once we become more higher dimensional beings, sixth and seventh spiritually evolved beings, then, of course, we're going to need less tech because we're more integrated into the wonders of the universe. But before we get there, we do have to use technology. So I want you to think for a minute about your cell phone that you carry in your pocket with you everywhere. It was just a short while ago where you had to have many separate devices to do things. You had to have your iPod to listen to music. You had to have your digital camera with you to take pictures. You had to stop at the library or some place just to use the computer to get on the internet. But it's like when Steve Jobs famously came out with the iPhone. He did it brilliantly going an iPod, a phone, an internet communicator. Are you getting it yet? This is all one device. An iPod, a phone, and an internet communicator. An iPod, a phone. Are you getting it? These are not three separate devices. This is one device. And we are calling it iPhone. Today, Apple is going to reinvent the phone. Mind-blowing at the time, folks. This is 2007. And we're going to be going through another transformation here very, very shortly. But taking a step back and thinking about what the phone can do, think about this. You can take phone calls, you can browse the web, you can do your email, you can do documents, your Word, your spreadsheets, your PowerPoints. All your music's there with you. And if you got a subscription service, pretty much any damn song on the face of the earth at your fingertips. Your games, your maps, your calendars, books, you're somewhere, you got to wait for your car to get service and you can start reading a book without having a big bulky thing with you it's this fits in your pocket and it can be many pages and of course activating home kit devices lights all that stuff and apple takes it even further with doing this all on your wrist with the apple watch very very awesome when you sit and really think about the implications of that it's like technology is amazing yes it's got to be used correctly but like i said this is going to happen again we're going to see another big jump here, and this is huge. And this has to do with the AR, augmented reality. 
VR was a huge step in itself, but AR is going to be even bigger, ladies and gentlemen. So I would say within the next few years, you're going to start seeing more of these AR devices like glasses you can just put on your face and everything will be projected there. I'm guessing Apple will probably come out with theirs about 2021. Uh, do I have any evidence to back that up? No, I don't. But from the back trends, I would say there maybe a year later. Now, what are these glasses going to entail? Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Augmented reality, it's going to replace a lot of the items you have in your house. You can literally put these glasses on and put a TV on every wall in your house if you wish, because this will track in real time with the wall. It'll be like the TV's there on the wall. Guess what? You don't have to buy a TV again. The TV market will go away. You know, it's going to take time to transition there. But just like MP3 players, you know, who really buys an MP3 player anymore? You got your phone. Once these glasses start getting more popular and commonplace, you're going to start to see, like I said, less is more. You won't need everything that you currently have in your house. And I really think that these glasses even will replace the cell phone eventually. You'll be able to take your phone calls right on your AR glasses, Apple glasses, eyeglasses, whatever you want to call them. They'll probably come up with some funny name. It'll probably be Apple Glasses. I think there is great potential here. Like I said, replace the TVs. It'll replace the phone. You could do email. You can listen to music on these things. You'll be able to play games in 3D space, like walk within the game. That's huge. You can already do that with your cell phones in AR, but these will be on your face and they'll make it that much more better. Of course, maps for directions. You don't have to look down at a device. You'll have these on your face. It'll tell you exactly like which corner to go around. There'll be an arrow there or whatever they decide to use. And the list goes on and on. And if you think about other stuff, this could replace in your house anything that you don't really need to physically touch, like pictures. Replace a bunch of picture frames on your walls. Think about the, you know, the business aspects of this or even talking with your friends but it'll be a skype replacement it'll be like you're projected right in the same room with each other and you'll be able to talk going to a concert you could actually buzz in from anywhere in the world and attend a concert it'll feel like you're exactly there you could just go out to your backyard it'll feel like the stage is right up there you can look right at the band it'll be crazy folks that it just i've just been sitting and thinking about this and it just goes on and on uh, some people that are dealing with loneliness they could have a virtual buddy that'll be there all the time and uh, that ties in with the AI. Yes, this stuff can get dangerous. I you know it gets a little bit scary, but we're going there whether we like it or not. And again, it's going to take some other iterations. And I'm not here to be a cheerleader and sell these Apple glasses before they're even developed. I'm just saying this is going to be the next huge leap in humanity like the cell phone was. Now, with the cell phone, we have the issue of people losing their humanity. They're constantly looking down, taking them out of what's going on. And to an extent, you could almost say that that would still happen with the AR glasses. But I think having stuff projected and you just look, you're going to be more engaged with what's going on around you. You know, when you're, let's just say, listening to music, walking down, instead of looking down at your phone and trying to find your next song, you know, it'll be right up on your display and you'll still see people. And, you know, it'll, you'll actually, you know, when you're trying to browse for your next thing, your next song, you'll be able to see somebody in front of you and oh, hey, and then you'll just stop and talk to them. Now, Google Glass has kind of tried this before. 
yes, it did look really stupid. And then you had to look to the upper right-hand corner, but with these AR glasses, it's going to be more projected in front of you. Now, how does that work with distractions? I'm sure there's going to have to be some regulations put in place. You don't want people to use this while they're driving and then totally get distracted with a bunch of stuff in front of your face. I'm sure there'd be some kind of a safety mechanism they could put in when you're driving your car that it wouldn't let you do that because I, I could see that happening. But speaking of cars, we're actually going to driverless cars anyway. I'm actually surprised it's taking more longer to get implemented, but they're trying to get all the bugs out. We did have a few accidents, which is not really funny to laugh at, but it is, uh, I really did think that they were going to have this stuff more ironed out by now, but think about that too. The minimalist aspect of this technology, the, the fact is you wouldn't need car ownership. You don't got to worry about insurance. You don't got to worry about your uh, registration. You got to go somewhere. You can just pop open your phone or your AR glasses and request a ride and then it'll show up. And thinking even further in the future, you know, teleportation. It'll get to the point where everybody's got a teleporter in their house and you can just dial it up like a phone. Of course, that is wacko, ladies and gentlemen. That's way down the line. But what does this all come down to? When it comes down to it with the advancement of the technology, and everybody gets a little scared about this, is we're not going to need the jobs. Everybody gets scared. Oh, we got robots, automation replacing our jobs. It's going to take steps. But even just like with the industrial revolution, everybody used to be farming and then it switched over to factories and everybody had a higher quality job. They didn't have to sweat their ass off in fields and everything was fine. You had a better paying job, a better quality job. I'm not dissing farmers. I used to be one. It's very hard work. But after all that's said and done and everything advances more and more and it comes to the point where we won't need money because what's the point? You know, you get the food materializers. But before that, we got food printers that are already being announced. People can just print their food. There's uh, robot chefs. You can put one of these units. They, they were supposed to have this released a while ago, but uh, it still hasn't been released yet. I don't know if they're working out bugs or what. But uh, you put this unit in your house. It's got two arms on it. And from the menu, you can just select which plate you desire. And it will cook that with the robot hands. And they used professional chefs to record their hand motions and get the exact everything the way they, these professionals cook the food. And you could have a gourmet meal every night at home. And then, like I said, a few years later... Next step, you get just boom, 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 advance, advance. You'd have the food, the food materializers would replace that. So once you get to that point, you really have no need for money anymore, folks. Housing, I've talked about this on the show. You can just use a 3D printer to print houses. The cost of housing should go down. It'll be so cheap to have a house, you just print them as you need them. And then just they'll just get tore down, material recycled. And you just print the next one, the, the layout you want. So when it's all said and done, it gets to that point. No one will need jobs. We won't need money. So what do we need? We don't need jobs. We need hobbies. And this is how the world will start going forward. Think about it just as doing what you want to do and love what you want to do. You know, maybe, uh, you know, I think about this a lot right now. 
you go to your job day after day, you, you loved it at some point, but your mind shifts and you're ready to do something different, but you're kind of, well, I've been here for a while, kind of set with the ways the, you know, the pay's not bad. So you kind of stick it out, even though you don't really care for the job anymore. With the new system, you're just, all right, I'm going to flop and do something else. You know, and how does this serve the planet? A lot of them probably won't, depending on what they are, but there a lot will too. I talked about Al Bielik in the very, very first episodes of this show when we recorded it. It went to the year 2749, and they had a system very much like this, where they had these materializers up in the room. You could either order from the machine or have it actually prepared by people because they enjoyed making the food, so that's what they did. And you can do whichever you preferred. And at that particular time, he couldn't get back to the original date that he left. So he ended up just being a tour guide of the city. You know, for the most part, everybody was happy with the way things were going. Now, he did say that because everybody kind of had everything provided and everything kind of worked, it did still kind of work on a credit-based system, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But he did say that there was a lack of innovation. And now this is where the danger comes in from something having everything provided because humanity, it does thrive off building and building and building and just completing a societal upgrade, if you will. But because everybody had everything provided, they had the lack of innovation to keep making things better because why would you have to keep building something better You know, if you got it provided for you, that's not to say that there couldn't be a few inventors that would still do things, but they're not going to have the numbers like you would with a capitalist system. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. And welcome back to Talk is Cheap on the K2D4 Network. So all in all, folks, we are on the verge of a big giant leap coming forward. These will be the AR glasses. I don't think people really realize how much that this AR technology is really going to shape things. The fact that it will replace many items in your house that you currently have that you won't need. The TV's the big one. Another one I was thinking about is your computer it could replace. Now, I think in the very first few stages, because you obviously wouldn't need the computer screen, but in the in the very beginning stages here, you know, all you would need is that keyboard and mouse and your AR glasses would project the screen because we still need kind of like a haptic feedback that you get from the keyboard, but I could eventually see that going away too. But think about that. You can just sit at a desk and just start typing, and then there's actually a computer there, but really there's not. It's just in the glasses. It's crazy when you keep thinking about how much things can advance. You know, you're stressed out during the day or you need a break. These glasses could transport you to a beach somewhere. Let's just say you're working hard somewhere on something. Boss is up your ass, whatever. You need a break. You know, you're on 15-minute break. I'm going to go to an island, Cuba or something, or some tropical paradise. I was going to say Bahamas, but it's a little destructed right now from the hurricane. Transport there in a second. Take it all in. Of course, it's not. you're not really there. You're not going to be able to touch anything. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're going to invent ways to smell stuff, but 
you know, for the time being, that won't be there either. But it'll feel like you're there. Just enjoy it, meditate, and then boom, you come back. And it's like, wow, I was just somewhere else doing something. And now I'm back in this office. Um, I think people are going to get quite sick of their mundane lives. But think of that. That's crazy. I even think that eventually uh, glasses like this could replace the eye doctor because you're not going to need to go to the doctor to get your eyes checked. You're just going to go, oh, it's blurry. Or maybe they'll actually even auto focus to the right prescription you need. So you replaced an eye doctor, you replaced a job there. A whole industry was replaced. And people are like, oh, no, we can't have that happen. Well, they'll go do something else. You know, and it's hard and a little bit bitter, but it's the truth because as things change, you just go different directions. In summary, ladies and gentlemen, I would say within the next five years, we're going to see this giant leap again. And now it's going to have to have that little transition phase for everybody to get you know, this thing in their hands because nobody, when these smartphones came out, no one just grabbed onto them. The technology wasn't that great. And the technology is going to need to go through that metamorphosis again with these glasses. You know, they got a better start, that's for sure. But uh, it's still going to take time to get it matured. I don't think it's going to take as long as it did with the phones, that's for sure. They've learned a lot from that. They got the technology with the circuit boards and the smaller batteries and all that. That's all I'm going to say with this video is look for the next giant leap with AR glasses coming out. So with that being said, this has been Dan Hofeld on Talk is Cheap. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you again.